five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Uh, QR codes are here to stay. This is from the New York Times. And so is the tracking they allow. Da-da, da-da. Da, 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 da. Here it comes. Okay. So a couple of takeaways from the uh, from the article. It's a pretty good article, but it's long. And you can get all these articles. Yesterday I updated like a week's worth of articles onto WDMA.org. If you go there and subscribe, we usually update our list a couple months later. So you might get an email from us. That's the style consultant's job. Anyway, in 13 years, I've never seen a sea, of, a, a sea change like this, said Ben uh, Bleeman. Teeth is a fancy restaurant bar in, in San Francisco. He said that about half the orders and about 65% of the money is coming through their QR code system. Especially during sporting events, people can order from home and it's, they, you know, people are using it. Um, and so... But, you know, when you click a QR code, I don't know if you realize this, but all of a sudden you're now without cookies, without GPS tracking, without anything really fancy. You're going to a website and you're saying, hey, I'm at the bar and I want a drink or something. And uh, when you do that, you know, us marketing types are gathering stuff on you. And it's a lot easier really that way than it is in all these sneaky ways with the third party cookies and all that stuff. You're basically giving us tracking information, you know, um, and most of it's very benign. And by the end of the article, after they scare the bejesus out of you, then they tell you, Oh, none of these places sell their data and they don't share it and whatever else. But you know, if you were on yesterday, uh, or the day before you would have heard about Tom Fishburne and (laughs) first, Zero party, first, second, and third party cookies. Anyway, but suddenly your offline activity of sitting down for a meal has become part of the online advertising empire. Okay, so when you use a tracking code, it inserts the entire apparatus of online tracking between you and your meal. Something to think about, right? That ease of use. Now, restaurants like it because you can't blame the waitress for giving you the wrong stuff. You can still say your system stinks. And also, in many cases, PayPal and others, you can actually pay your bill with it. I've never tried that yet, so maybe I will. Uh, QR codes were invented in 1994 so that the Japanese car companies could scan the, um, the windshields, I think so that they could line them up right. <clears throat> anyway, made things go better in car manufacturing and a lot of industrial applications. Um, what really make it, made it work was in 2017 when Apple and Android, Google, built the QR code tracker into the, into the camera without having to download an app. Back those days, when we were just starting out with our uh, live stream, I said, this is going to be a big deal. This is eventually the QR codes are going to matter. And we're doing some breakthrough patent, patent, we're patenting some technology to use QR codes in mail in a whole new way that's never been done before that integrates the database building right off the top. So if you're interested in that or if you have a, or if you, if you want to grow dramatically and grow in, in print and mail, this is for you. You might want to reach out to me. Um, so businesses don't want to give up the benefits because they make it, it speeds things up, makes it simpler. 
Um, and so anyway, there's a hustle had a <laughs> one page article that's probably better. It says that uh, the QR code has really come on during the pandemic, enabling touch to touchless ordering and giving us an excuse to t no TikTok. And that's one of the downsides. Several of the articles, several of the articles said that um, people don't like them. You know, they said on a date, you don't want to be pulling out your smartphone. It's a bad deal. It's a bad idea. And that's exactly right. So anyway, mm, mixed on restaurants, but some great traffic building, uh, great <laughs> tracking opportunities. Okay, live from the label, Sprite, Sprite extends its user experience with live from the label initiative. And what they're doing, obviously, here is they're putting a QR code on the bottle. And it says your bottle is your ticket. And, you know, the, <laughs> the part that's pretty funny for me is it's live from the label. And it's a live stream. It's not anything near a live concert. But, you know, that's still something, right? And I don't think you're getting charged. You can scan this thing, which tracks you, as we just pointed out. Um, and then you can watch some... You know, I didn't recognize him because I'm an old guy. But some pretty big name um, hip hop type musicians, and they're going to be doing the venues that where they got their start. So they're going to be very, very, very small venues, which is why the best you can do is live stream. And they'll be in a city where you're probably not at. So I don't think it's a terrible thing. I don't know if there was anything to highlight. It's a great way to. <laughs> there wasn't much to highlight in this article. Okay, it's from Brand United, and I always read that. Corey Fran Francer is editor-in-chief of Packaging and Impressions. So this is a packaging way to use QR, so I thought I'd throw it in here. It was all new today. <clears throat> okay, now here's the article I really wanted to get to, and we're going fast today, as you can see, right? Using print to reach younger consumers. The oldest members of Gen Z will turn 24 this year. You know, they've graduated college already. They're probably even some of them married and maybe even having kids. Yeah, probably having kids. So uh, they were born, um, let's see, 1997 to 2012, they say. And so 1997, the Internet was there. You know, my son was born in 19, what, 90? 1990, I think. <laughs> yeah. And um, we didn't have the Internet yet, but we had enough computer stuff for the kids that he liked to play on the computer. And so he was the first potty trained kid <laughs> we had that we could say, you know, if you do your thing, then you can play on the computer. <laughs> and that meant a lot to him. Uh, so, you know, here it comes. So he's tech savvy. He taught me how to live stream. Okay, about 44% of consumers under the age of 35 read all of their direct mail communication before throwing them away. Now, some of them are postcards, so it's not that hard. <laughs> okay, so uh, these digital natives uh, are responding to print actually more than anybody else, which you know you might not you might not expect. Uh, some might think that older generations are m more responsive to direct mail, but this key point survey says. That here you go. Here's your your scale, and this is these are awful graphs. But um, basically, the 18 to 24 year olds, and it was a pretty good sized survey. You know, it was about 100. It was about 250. It looks like participants. 
um, something in there, 200. And 45% read all their mail. And uh, all but all but 6%. See if we can get that bigger. Six percent, six percent say they throw it all in the, in the trash. I don't believe that, but maybe they do. Uh, what do I know, right? And so the the millennials were actually the highest percentage of reading all their mail, and uh, the and everybody, you know, that 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 six percent, you know, these these middlers, they didn't, they threw away less without reading it. You know, I always say that 100% of the mail gets read, and this says, no, it's only 90, 94%. Compare that with your digital ads, that if you ignore them, they, they go away. Direct mail does not throw itself away. You have to look at it. Now, so 6%, I'm sorry, I apologize, I've been corrected. 6% do throw their mail away without reading it. I don't believe that. I believe they at least glance at it, which is probably better than your digital ad. I just want to say, if you think that's not engagement, then that's up to you, I suppose. Okay, direct mail continues to enjoy high response rates, even among younger consumers, because it has a visceral, tangible punch that you can't get in digital communications. In an age of digital overload, Print can stand out as the less cluttered channel. Now, what this article doesn't say, and I always want to add it in, is that direct mail with direct marketing, so we're using testing, when you get that together, you actually know who engaged and didn't buy, which gives you the ability to do machine learning with a labeled data set, right? And so, and you've heard me say that over and over and over and over. So this is what you want to communicate, that print is extremely super effective for reaching younger people. But also, it's much better at getting smarter about our offer, about what we have to say. And once you get smart about your offer, then you can pour gas on it with digital and mass media. Okay, carrier envelope. Yeah, I should have an envelope. Test an envelope. <clears throat> My daughter was, was doing uh, business to business in South America, and they always did postcards. I said, test an envelope. Four times the response. Okay, and uh, you might want to espouse a cost, but that's a dangerous game. And I'm not going to, you know, they, they throw this stuff in here. Colin, yeah, that's nice. You threw that in there, but. You know, deliver what you promise at a fair price. That's pretty much the best thing. Uh, Despite any preconceived notions, printed communications, and by that we mainly mean direct mail, can be highly effective among younger consumers. Younger consumers, in fact, may be uniquely responsive to a tangible direct mail piece that delivers a human touch. But like I said, don't just do one mailing. Think about taking a significant part of your digital budget and devoting it to mail, if only to really know what's going on. Now, get with a senior marketer, senior direct mail marketer, so you know statistical significant sample sizes, so that you, when you get done, you know something. And also, you want to really talk with a direct mail creative team so that your mail isn't, you know... <laughs> 
I worked with Oakley. They handed me their mailing piece mock-up, and I said, there's no response device, no QR code, no 800 number, nothing. And they said, oh, it's here in the body copy. I said, that doesn't count. Nobody will see it. You want to raise that response rate 30%? Make it big. Okay, that's what that's what experience can give you, right? And I've I can show you my portfolio over here where consistently we increased the response rate 20%. That's real money. So once you one allocate some of that digital money that's getting less and less effective. We'll talk about digital fraud maybe tomorrow, but it's it keeps growing. But it's less and less effective dollar for dollar. Move a significant percentage over there and then get with some direct mail professionals. And I don't just mean any look in the look in the internet and say direct mail near me. That is not the right answer. <laughs> but get with somebody that knows what they're doing and find out what is working. Find out what resonates with your office, with your with your what offer resonates with your market. One of the keys in direct marketing is letting the market tell us what's working. As opposed to the AI machine learning crowd that want to tell you, oh, give us your best customers and we'll find more like them. Which isn't true. Because even they don't know why they like your, your, your brand. Maybe it's because you straighten out a, a bad order or something. Or maybe it's because you just ship all the time and get it there. Who knows? You know, the, the, the fact that they buy over and over does not tell you why. It just tells you that they do. And so it's very difficult to generalize to an explanation, to a theory, to extrapolate into non-buyers. It doesn't work like that. We might be able to extrapolate to why people don't buy, like they don't have enough money. You know, they're living in a survival neighborhood. Uh, or, or, you know, they're single and you're offering products only married couples would want or only couples with children would want. So, you know, sometimes we can figure this stuff out, but... In general, mail gives us the best best tracks to run on. And then you go back and spend your digital money. Have a great day. Like and share. Thanks for the comments. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.